0: 46 degrees. Good morning. I'm Tom Robinson with KSO KSOM. KS95 news update. According to weatherology.com, we can expect a high today of 79. 57 the low tonight. We have a slight chance for scattered storm late. 83 the high on Friday with a slight chance for scattered shower early. 55 the low Friday night. Saturday, 84. Saturday night, 57, a slight chance for scattered shower on Saturday night. 79 on Sunday with a scattered thunderstorm in the forecast. 55, the low Sunday night with a chance for a scattered storm. The Iowa DNR has issued an air quality alert for fine particulate to pollution, which is in effect for all counties in western Iowa, through midnight Friday. Fine particulate levels near above EPA health standards are expected to remain elevated and persist through Tonight, as smoke from wildfires in Canada settles into the area, elevated levels of the fine particulates may be a concern over the next few days until the smoke exits the state. The DNR recommends that people reduce long or intense activities and take more breaks during outdoor activities until air quality conditions improve. The recommendation is especially pertinent to individuals with heart or lung disease, older adults, children, and teenagers, and outdoor workers. People in these categories should consider rescheduling or moving outdoor activities indoors. A Missouri man was arrested following a short standoff in Fremont County on Tuesday the Fremont County Sheriff's Office says deputies were called to Farragut for a report of an intoxicated male causing a disturbance. Deputies arrived and made contact with 34-year-old Mark Anthony Harden of St. Joe, Missouri. Harden entered a boat on Hartford Avenue and refused to leave the vessel. After a short standoff, Harden exited the boat and began resisting arrest. He is charged with interference with official acts, public intoxication, and unlawful possession of a scheduled three controlled substance. Council Bus Police received a report yesterday of a juvenile being seen with what appeared to be a gun getting into a school bus. The bus route was immediately identified and the schools that bus service were notified. Officers responded to those schools the bus was located and stopped by officers. The bus video was reviewed and the juvenile was identified as a 17-year-old male. He was located and found to be in possession of a squirt water gun. There's no threat to the safety of students or staff members. At this time, there are no criminal charges for the squirt gun. The incident is being investigated by the Council Bluffs Community School District for any disciplinary action. As a reminder, look alike weapons at school are prohibited and are a violation of Council Bluffs Student Code of Conduct. Well, the Atlantic City Council, by a 6 1, voted to dissolve the Parks and Recreation Board on Wednesday linda Hartkoff, fourth ward city council person voted against the dissolution referencing the feedback from her constituency atlantic mayor grace garrett read an email with a petition against dissolving the park and rec board
1: that i received an email with some signatures uh, and then the council has also received this petition sent to us by Vic, vicki and nord and um I will say that she sent this to me and it states additional signatures from citizens of Atlantic who want the Parks and Recreation Board to continue existence. The council votes, if the council votes to disband the board, it has been requested by all that I've spoken to that you, meaning the mayor and the city council, immediately be prepared to explain to the citizenry of Atlantic and the surrounding area what the alternative plan is and the associated timeline. I will comment on this email. The comment is I can't comment until there's a vote because I have no vote. So until until the council decides what they are going to do and we have discussed options, there's no comment to be made.
0: The council's vote on Wednesday followed a public hearing on the issue on August 2nd. Councilman Pat McCurdy motioned to dissolve the board on the first reading. If I thought in any way this was going to hurt our park system, I'd never be for this. But I think it's going to be a smooth transition and like Roger said, we got a good leader here and we get a good advisory board. It should be all good. The council passed the first reading of Ordinance 1039, discontinuing the Parks and Recreation Board and deleting Chamber 23 Park and Recreation Board on the first reading, voted to waive the second and third readings and made it official. Now, the next order of business was the first reading of establishing a Parks and Recreation Advisory Commission. The council passed the first reading by unanimous vote. Councilperson Elaine Auddy says the proposed advisory commission would be a good addition. And one
1: of the things that I am really concerned about with Parks and Rec is the programming. It's really on that recreation side. We've got some organizations in town who have done a really fantastic job of um, programming and I think that this um, advisory commission will be well suited to yes. participate in that with the, the parks director with um, The person that's leading that
0: the purpose of the advisory commission to name a few would be to advise the city council on the needed facilities to provide open space such as parks playgrounds pools splash pads and community facilities for other recreation now, the city council will vote on the second reading at the September 19th meeting. If this passes on the third and final reading, a commission appointed by the mayor and approved by the majority of the city council would consist of five individuals, three within the Atlantic city limits, two Cass County residents and one non-voting high school student. The terms would start out as three one-year and then two two-year terms with the members having no term limits. One year later, everyone will be on two-year terms. Well, the Ottoman County Board of Supervisors has spent several weeks discussing improvements in tree removal on the T bone bike trail. The discussion centers on improving the trail and removing the dead ash trees.
1: It's a free trail for anybody who uses it. No one there's there's no there's no charge to go on the trail, but it gets a lot of use. Um, it's kind of a big quality of life thing for residents of Ottoman County and and so we, we really, you know, kind of want to take care of it because it's a good selling point for the for Ottoman County um, for things that we offer recreationally.
0: Ottawa County Supervisor Chairman Doug Sorensen says the main priority is removing the 2,343 dead trees along the 17 mile trail. Sorensen says the plan is to remove the trees in four sections along Highway 71. Three DOT representatives attending Tuesday's meeting agreed to provide traffic control. Sorensen says the goal is to begin the tree removal project in November and December. Cass County Democratic Party Chair Denise O'Brien invites the public to a panel and question and answer session at the public library on Saturday, September 9th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. The panelists will share their personal experiences on what it is like to hold a public office. The panel includes Atlantic City Councilmember Elaine Nadi, Atlantic School Board member Jenny Williams, and Atlantic Parks and Rec Board member Shirley Jensen. LaVon Eblin will serve as the panel moderator. All area residents are welcome to attend this free event to learn more about participating in local politics. Well, the following candidates have filed papers for city positions in Cass County. The filing period for the November 7th city and school elections runs through September 21st. So candidates who have filed papers so far, Brenda D. Teets for Griswold City Council, Rick Sandy for Lewis Mayor. And then Jim Behrens for Atlantic City Council Ward 2, Elenati for City Council Large, Linda J. Hartkopf for Atlantic City Council Ward 4, and Pat McCurdy for Atlantic City Council Ward 3. More news on our website at westerniowatoday.com. ABC News is next.